Great. All right. So here we are. <laughs> so so open this thing up. So how about that awesome theme music? Was that right. amazing or that, what? That uh, truly ins- inspired and uh, just outstanding music from, from the before time. And I want to thank Nico Myers for being, uh, I guess, what you would consider a hoarder and having an entire shoebox full of audio cassettes from the late 90s of AV's show. So kudos to him for keeping his childhood around. For being an archivist. Yes, there you go. That's a nice way to say it. Did you ever have an opportunity to listen to... Did I send you the entire show? Or just that one just file? Just the one file. He broke the entire night up into three um, MP3 files. So there's an entire AV's show from stashes yeah. on some random Monday night in 1987. Yeah, it's it's everything you would hope for and more out of audio. <laughs> Like, it must have gotten better with age, because it sure wasn't when it happened. Nah, it still (laughs) sucks. (laughs) Yeah. So, this is the maiden voyage of our Bum's Corner Coast to Coast. Um, We don't have any content this time, so I thought it'd be a good opportunity to maybe say, this is what we're going to do, this is how we're going to do it, and also maybe... Kind of explain where the hell the, the the name came from. That's not a bad since idea. Nobody has any idea except for about the 15 people that were involved in Bump's right. Corner. Which is even, it's not even there anymore. I know. It's the Soldiery, which I was in there a couple of weeks ago. It was awesome because it's a cool little yeah. store and yet somewhat depressing because part of my childhood is gone. It's called what? The Soldiery. What do they do? They build soldiers there. No, I'm just fucking with you. So the army. <laughs> uh, they yes. So they sell board games, um, miniatures. They play oh, okay. um, like card based games like Magic and Yu Gi Oh and stuff like that. There. Yeah. So I went in looking for tiny little files for miniatures, mm-hmm. just to like sand off stuff. And there were about 20 dudes in there playing Magic oh. on a Saturday afternoon, <laughs> and just. Thousands of board games. And I thought, you know what? If I was younger, this would be I was awesome. going to say, were you having a flashback to Wizards? Yes, I was. <laughs> the only difference between the comic book guys and the magic guys, I think, is the scent. <laughs> you know, the magic guys are more Dorito and Mountain Dew yeah. based. And comic book guys are a little more library scent yeah, to them. Musty book but smell. Otherwise, same exact dudes. They looked exactly like the people that came into Wizards in the eighties. Awesome. Yes, it's good to know they still. Well, it's cool. It's glad that there's still sort of a geek mecca right there on, on High Street. Oh, absolutely, and it it butts right up against uh, Laving Ogre. So there's a comic yeah. book shop in front of that little strip mall now, and this this little store in the back that just sells nerd accoutrement. I guess mm-hmm. you could say. Wow, I think that perhaps yeah. we would blame the spirit of Bump's Corner on on, <laughs> on why that corner, it why that be. area is maintained. Uh, perhaps those those types of businesses. Yep, we festered there so long that it just seeped into yeah, the asphalt. The, the existential stench out of, a, out of the ether. <laughs> so, <clears> so <throat> to circle back, the. The point of the show, I guess, is Tom's going to dig up AP stories that 
are off the radar for most yeah. people. Sort of the look at this fucking guy <laughs> stories. Yes. <laughs> so we can dissect them and make fun of these people and mock their life choices. Right. Yes. So it's an opportunity to feel better about yourself by saying, God, that guy is terrible. I'm not that yeah. bad now. It's kind of like why, why we all used to watch Jerry Springer. You know what? You yes, know? absolutely. It was one of those, wow, that, at least I'm not that guy. Yeah. Yes, they. Um, it's a lot different show now. I think anytime I'm sick, I watch that yeah. on TV, and it all seems to be like paternity tests. Mm. But back then, it was just a freak yeah. show. You know, anything goes. So that's it. And I haven't even talked to you about this, but one thing I thought would be fun is after we tear apart somebody's life choices <laughs> is <laughs> is to have a, a segment that I affectionately call That Sucks and That Doesn't oh, Suck, yeah. where each of us brings to the table something that just grinded our gears that yeah. week and then something cool something you're watching or reading or listening to or you know caught in the news that that's kind of cool and uplifting and you want to share and say hey man check this out i'm, I'm halfway through it yeah. you know you need to read this or watch this kind of stuff dig it. right on okay so bam we have a format hey, now how'd that happen because <laughs> we're goddamn that's geniuses that's true. how it happened <laughs> oh, by the way, we should probably point out that if we're going to be dismantling and poking fun at people's life choices, that we have no business doing that. <laughs> so just bear that in mind. God, no. <laughs> I think uh, we only made it this far thanks to dumb luck, yeah. white privilege, yeah. and the generosity of strangers. I'll agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> There were no bootstraps involved anywhere. A few times, but yeah, not to any great extent. Not not to worth the, the you know, yeah. Nothing that comes close to what we've actually achieved. God, no. About once every 18 months, I would just go, whew, damn, that was close. All right, just remind me never to do that right, again. Don't put your mouth on that. <laughs> yep. That's not good. Not giving him any more Whoa. money, that's for sure. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> sometimes touching your toes just isn't worth it. <laughs> and something tells me that's a story for another day. Yeah. It's my subtle way of saying I don't want to you hear don't, that. You don't. <laughs> I don't want to hear how the guy lost his rich wristwatch. <laughs> it's my watch. <laughs> that's that's a little bit better, I guess. <laughs> All right, so now um, now that we have an idea for the the stupid concept of the show, um, what about the stupid name? What what is Bum's Corner? It well it started off as just a, a physical hangout joint in the back of Waterson High School, but it kind of evolved. I guess we'll call it an evolution, uh, into kind of you know, a lot more. Not just like, not, I don't want to say like it, it evolved into like a state of mind or a, or something beyond really, yeah, it was just a physical hangout joint that, uh, 
was the, the epicenter of a lot of bad ideas, mm-hmm. but a lot of fun, and and yeah, uh, you know, just an amazing amount of camaraderie. That's where a lot of friendships were solidified. And absolutely, <laughs> I had my first cigarette there when I was eighteen. I think. Uh-huh. I don't think mm-hmm. there were any, any but, no um, no conceptions, but a lot of trying. I think happened in that general area. <laughs> yes yeah absolutely you are right um just to put it in context our tom and i went to high school together and <clears throat> there was the school and a couple of sports fields and then maybe a track or something yeah, it was a track and then the a practice field a big ass fence and then a parking lot that wasn't owned by the school on the other side of this fence so in that parking lot was a little strip mall, and at the corner of the strip mall was a little stoop. And a lot of us either refused to or could not afford to pay for parking at the school. Yeah. So we would find all these little pockets here and there. So this little stoop became a hangout after school for everybody to reconvene once class was mm-hmm. over to essentially complain and see your buddies and yeah. everything and chain smoke before you went home. And so over the course of a couple of years, uh, it, it kept getting bigger and the steel door at the top of the stoop was covered with poetry and notes to other people. And the word bums was scratched into it. Well, I think somebody it. put duct tape. They used duct tape or oh, it, yeah, that electrical it? Okay. tape. They wrote bums in electrical tape, and then it got when, when they tore the tape off, the paint came off with it, and so there is it's forever, you know, emblazoned on the door. That's yeah. awesome. But what was cool during the school year? Um, obviously, this is pre telephones and texting and everything, so um, <clears throat> you couldn't just get a hold of anybody. So. Yeah. Fridays and Saturday nights, there was always a chance that if you had nothing to do, you just kind of parked there for a while, and somebody else would show up. So either just driving through to see if somebody else was there, or two other people happened to be meeting there. So it was this cool little convergence of people after school and on the weekends. And and yeah, I mean, you joked about it, but it, it never became a state of mind, but... It was just a cool place to hang out. You could say whatever you mm-hmm. wanted, and you wouldn't be judged for it until later. Oh, yeah. Once you left, it and was just no holds were... barred. <laughs> oh, we shit all over your stupid ideas. But they would always be welcome um, back. You know? Because we always <laughs> needed fresh blood. <laughs> right. <laughs> but there were no clicks or anything there. Everybody was, except for you and other Tom, we were all pretty much equals. Oh. And it was just nice after being in Catholic school all day and being surrounded by people in little cliques that hated your guts. It was kind of cool to some place where you could untuck your shirt, relax, and just be your weird self for a little yeah. bit before going home and, and repeating the cycle. Yeah, and that was the cool thing. You know, like I said, there, there were no shortage of cliques that, that had very strong opinions about other people, including us. But the cool thing was that we didn't really discriminate you know, anybody was welcome, you know, because in our, in our immediate circle of friends, we had, you know, geniuses and, in, in you know, the AP classes that, you know, and then we had, you know, the drama folks and the band folks, and we had guys that played sports. So 
we had sort of representation of, of all the cliques. We were like the model UN for high school. Uh, <laughs> everybody was kind of represented and everybody was welcome. And uh, yeah, we all got along. We all appreciated each other. We all sort of fed off each other's angst and humor. Right. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and it was, I mean, kind of a safe haven, yeah. too, where you, you could say shit and um, throw ideas out and, and make fun of things. And everybody laughed about it. Um, one thing I, I have no idea, and this just came to me, did did it exist after we were there? Did the younger classes carry it on that you know of? I don't know. I, th- I want to say, because like, a lot of the stuff that we kind of did um some of it carried on like i know they still for a long long time would do the time warp after theater performances uh-huh. i don't think bums beyond the class of 90 probably maintained because i think it wasn't i think because that area changed i think an actual business moved into that location <laughs> And so oh, it wasn't. Right. Yes, it wasn't conducive to actually hanging out on the stoop. Now I don't know if they hung out in the parking lot, which they, I, I imagine they they would. I would, right. Um, but as far as because I think you know the bum's door is gone, and that stoop I'm sure has been refurbished into something else, and actual stairs that go to the door. Yeah, actually, it, it's weird. It's higher now than it used yeah. to be. So to get into the soldiery. You walk around about 10 feet onto that sidewalk and then go up a flight of stairs to get into the huh. door. Which, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. So I don't yeah. think. And then you go down. Yeah. So it it's physically it's gone. I don't know when it disappeared right. or not. Again, you know, after about that time frame you were talking about around 1990, I, I, there was nobody there left that I yeah. knew. And I didn't want to be that guy right? that. You're twenty. You're twenty and still hanging out at your yeah. high school. You know, let's go look at my trophy, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. I didn't have. All right, trophies. all right, I'm just all kidding. right. <laughs> I keep getting older. They stay the same age. <laughs> but when when Tom mentioned the names, they were all Bums Corner centric. For this show. Yeah. Like, um, Bums Corner East and West and Coast to Coast and things like that. I thought, you know what? that I, I dig that idea. And what really sold it for me was I have owned that URL for 20-some years now. It um, I bought BumsCorner.com so long ago because um, our high school didn't have an online presence. Mm. And I thought, this is stupid as hell. You know, there should be some way to get in touch with these right. people without, uh, like, classmates.com or MySpace or something stupid like that. So I was building this little database of whoever would email me. They're like, hey, I'm from the class of 78. My name's Carl, and I live in Columbus. I'm like, shit, yeah. And I'd add him to the database. <clears throat> and then um, I think Watterson finally got off their ass and did something, or classmates went uh, free. Or I got bored. One of those things happened. So, <laughs> or, or a combination of all. Yes, it could be. I, I woke up one day and there were thirty emails from the past six months. Like, ah, oh, shit. I don't want to do this anymore. Right. This is like a job. <laughs> yeah, 
So it turned into a movie review website for a few yeah. years. And it was just a buddy and I were talking at work one day. And he's like, man, I want to get free movies. And I said, I have an idea. <laughs> See, now that's beautiful. That's the spirit of bugs. Yeah, you know what? I... No, if we... And that was it. I'm like, I already own a URL. Let's just slap together a movie review website. And sure enough, the movies just started rolling in. And same thing. It, it got to a point where it was like a, a really shitty part-time job that didn't pay you. Yeah. And we were watching so many indie films that I couldn't watch movies or TV on my own because it just felt like I was skipping out on work. But every day I'd get home from my paying job and there's this huge manila envelope full of DVDs. I'm like, oh, God, this is going to suck. Let me ask you this real quick. Um, Did it get to the point where, like, when you were watching just stuff for pleasure, you found yourself in critique mode? Yes, a hundred percent. Yes, it. Yeah, and it it ruined the fun. I could not go to a movie and just enjoy yeah. it. I'm like, oh, this, you know, the lighting is so bad in this scene, and I'm really not feeling this character. Blah blah blah. And I, I was building the four hundred to fifty to five hundred words in my head of how I would review <laughs> it. <laughs> so it it kind of killed the pleasure yeah. for me, and that's it. It turned into just something I had to do after work every day. So I, I shuttered it, and then the URL just kind of sat there dead for a while. I Every once in a while, I'd start to write a blog and realize, you know, I don't like reading other people's thoughts. What what makes me so special that other people are going to want to read my ratings? Right. And it, actually, you know, kind of funny, that's kind of my idea with this whole thing. It's like, well, who's really going to want to hear what the hell we have to say? <laughs> But you know, nobody. Dan and Rachel. <laughs> we got a True, couple of yes. friends. Uh, that maybe I walked away from dinner with two listeners the other night. <laughs> and, well, no, I I pitched the idea to my brother. I'm like, hey man, I'm starting a podcast. And once his eyes unrolled, <laughs> I said, it's Arn. <laughs> I said it's Arnhold and I shitting on AP news stories. He's like, damn, I'd actually listen to that. That sounds stupid as hell. Yeah. I'm like, yes, that. That's what we're going for. You know, I, and I can't say, well, stupid is an untapped market in podcasts because that's that's horseshit. Well, no, there's like there's half 200, a, yeah, there's, yeah, there's a quarter of a million podcasts right now. They're not yeah. all great. There's like five. Joe right. Rogan's two of them. <laughs> so I think right now, as long as you don't get into like um, historical crime, you've pretty much got an untapped market. Yeah. So I think you're on to something with this AP Newswire yeah. thing. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And, I mean, I'd listen to it. I I think we're funny as shit, personally. Oh, just to throw this out there. Listeners, stand by for our very special episode coming up at some point in time, Why Women Kill. There, I just, oh, just want to... I'm enthralled. There, see? There's the tease. It may, may, it'll probably never <laughs> happen. But don't tell them that. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it's because men are idiots. Yes. <laughs> but uh, I don't know it was maybe a month ago when Tom and I were spitballing ideas for the show he's like I did find this one story on the AP Newswire and he didn't even read it he just gave me the general gist <laughs> of the story and for about 30 minutes we sat there and just shat on this woman's I assume it was a woman is that right the one with the the, the FBI hat oh yeah yeah woman in Florida okay in Florida of, of course it was but 
we're 30 minutes into just shitting on this woman's life choice. So I thought, damn, this this show just writes itself. It, it kind of does. Yeah, and Tom is like a truffle pig for stupidity. So you can dig into the <laughs> AP Newswire and find gold for us to update work Update my LinkedIn. <laughs> stupidity truffle pig. You can even put that after your name. Like Tom Arnold, comma, what is that? Uh, STP. STP. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm a certified stupidity truffle pig. Actually, I should probably start building the curriculum for that class and get it on lynda.com or something. Oh, there you go. <laughs> stupidity <laughs> truffle pig expert. <laughs> so at the beginning of the class, you just hand them a thousand PDFs and say, buried in here yes. are five really right. stupid Some stories. Some of these are news. To find them. <laughs> Some of these are relevant. Two or not, go. I'd actually get into that kind of class. That'd be fun as hell. I ran that down, actually. (laughs) (laughs) So this idea for a podcast is dead in the water already. You're going to start your little Wharton class, and I'll never hear from you again. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, um, another thing that I forgot about, guests. Yeah. Speaking of Dan and Rachel. All for having... (laughs) Yes. Um, I'd love both of them to sit in sometime yeah. with us, too. Uh, both of them are absolutely hilarious. But um, when you and I kind of reconnected a couple months ago yeah. after not talking to each other for a few years, it got me thinking that we know so many really interesting people, yeah. but we knew them when they were young and stupid. Right. That's the cool thing is, is so, we've all sort of evolved. We were all very interesting characters when we all met in high school and and in grade school what's interesting with our group and this kind of folds back into the whole bum corners concept of 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 something being bigger than it than than a stoop is because we had such a diverse group of people in 19 in the 1980s they've evolved into really interesting human beings that are actually kind of accomplished um and so yeah, to to, to retap and, and and to reconnect with with them, I think it's is is it's a it's a double tap for me because it's like all right, we get to reconnect with this person who I I, I loved years ago as a, as, a, as a friend, and now we get to find out some more of the intellectual side of of what they've been doing as well, and that's exciting yeah. to me. And Rachel was a good example. Yeah. Um, I mean, great friends <clears throat> when we were younger. Up until, I don't know, our mid-20s or so. And then life yeah. just happened. And so it was cool to to catch up with this person that I knew very well when we were younger. But, you know, coming up, I haven't turned 50 yet, so I can say coming up on my 50s, unlike some people I know, <laughs> um, it's, it's interesting to hear, basically she's giving me her life story. I said, so last time I saw her was, I want to say, 1991. Um, and it was two in the morning, and she was throwing up after being out all night. <laughs> and I, I wanted to say, okay, from that moment, when you grab the cold washcloth, bring me up to 2020. Wow. Tell me what happened in the gap to fill me in. Was that the last road trip to Xavier that we took? Yes. 
<laughs> um, yes, that's when the van broke down in Mechanicsburg, and there were no mechanics yeah! available. Yeah! What the hell? <laughs> I remember that. Yep. So we ended... I don't know what the logic was, but didn't we end up, like, drinking beer at some, like, Lions um, bar or something? Was the Lions Club or the Elks Lodge? Something I don't. There was an animal involved, yeah. and it was like Sunday morning at one in the afternoon, and I think by some miracle the van just happened to run again when we got out of it, and we made. Yeah, it we home. stopped someplace, drank beer, and then the van worked. I know. Is it any wonder why all of us were borderline alcoholics when shit like that happens? You know, I'm not religious, <laughs> but there's something to this guardian angel thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally, I think we came out like, all right, let's just try it one more time before we give up and call our parents. And it's just, and off we were. (laughs) But we didn't go home. (laughs) That's the thing. Wow, this van's really on its last leg. Let's continue on our journey. (laughs) Let's not drive (laughs) back to safety. It's running now. We're good. There's more beer that way. Go that way. Uh, Obviously, we're blessed. We got this. That's the thing. I used to love those road trips, man. So completely did not appreciate the level of luck. Oh, God. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) And I, I think it's because we always had a safety net. You know, there was somebody we could call at one in the afternoon on a Sunday that would save our bacon. But, but yeah, we made a lot of really stupid decisions that looking back, I think, how in the hell do we not have really, really long um, police records? Yeah. And, you know, sketchy employment histories. (laughs) Yeah. You know, there's... There's four shows right there. Um, <laughs> I mean, really, you know, and it's not that we were bad kids. You know, we weren't. We weren't bad kids. We weren't, you know, hoods. We weren't hoodlums. You know, we, no. We just, you know, several left turns when when right would have been the path of least resistance, mm-hmm. or the less dangerous yeah, of I... the two choices. But for some reason. I don't know. I don't want to get too weepy philosophical, but I think a lot of it has to do with the with with us. We were the right people at the right time, assembled <laughs> to go and do these stupid things together, and because we all had each other's backs, there was oh for it, sure there was absolutely always somebody, and it, it rotated, but there was always somebody in the group. At whatever time that it was about to cross a line, somebody would go, Hey guys, wait a minute. This is pretty fucked <laughs> up right time. here. Most, of, most the of the time. That would happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. And most of the time, we would go, Hey, you know what? Casey's right. We should probably stop. Right. <laughs> and, you know, you might be onto something, actually, because I, I'm thinking back to all the times I got in actual trouble trouble and it was when everybody else was in bed you know yeah. it was at 2 30 or 3 30 in the morning when the su- the support staff wasn't <laughs> available yeah. to, to get me out well, of the that phones pickle. were transferred to india and 
<laughs> you, you know, you're on your own. Mm-hmm. That's a valid point. Left to our own devices, totally we're going to do the wrong thing at, at 20 mm-hmm. years old. Oh, yeah, because you're indestructible yeah, at that yeah. age, you know? You can stay up all night, you're impervious to temperature and bullets. Why the hell not act like sure. an idiot? And again, that wraps back into the whole Bum's Corner thing. That was that group. You know, mm-hmm. we had our core, and then we had others, we, but we were all bums. Even the fringes. And at any given time, anybody could step in and go, whoa, whoa, hang on, are you, are, for real? Oh, you guys, really? And somebody would go, oh yeah, shit. Yeah, let's, let's, this one's right. Let's, let's. <laughs> What's your name again, yeah, son? You got a point. I don't know. One of the Teresas? I forget. And so, yeah. Let's, let's, there's beer back here. Let's, let's go drink some more. Okay, yeah. And then we would stop whatever craziness and go back to doing the other bad thing. That was the more safer. That's another thing. Health-wise, I'm I'm surprised more of us didn't end up in the hospital, um, just for alcohol abuse, if nothing else. Yeah. But uh, I don't think that was necessarily having your back. I think it's just we were all super lazy, <laughs> so we were never awake long enough to to cause an issue. Yeah, <laughs> it was like you know I just don't want to deal with the hassle. If we continue mm-hmm. down this path, God, this is going to get dicey, and there's going to be. Like paperwork or something involved, or I'm going to have to go somewhere <laughs> really early in the morning, and I don't want to deal with that. No, but I just right off the top of my head, I cannot remember ever having to call an ambulance or somebody, which is amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now, shit, I mean, with hanging out with people my age, you go out for a hamburger, and all of a sudden, the guy you work with is starting to get a little shaky and sweaty. I'm like, oh, Randy, are you going to be okay, dude? Should... You walk into any place, and you're kind of eyeballing where the portable AED is located. Yeah, yeah. Is there someone I should call? Where's that defibrillator? Do you, okay. Oh, do you want to say goodbye to your children? Who brought the EpiPen? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean... It was fun at the time. I'm, I'm glad we all survived. And yeah, and yeah this is going to be a fun opportunity to share some of those stories and um, reconnect with some of those people that we lost touch yeah. with. And thanks to the wonders of technology, there's no long-distance phone calls involved. We can reach out to any of the bums around the world as long as they agree to our, our stupid time zones and, uh, and, and get reconnected. I mean, again, if you... I would never do this, but I'm sure if you looked up all the people we hung up with, hung out with on LinkedIn, there's probably a myriad of um, different professions involved in that right. that <clears throat> I know nothing about. And it'd be interesting to get the perspective of somebody in that industry that, again, we we happened to know when we were kids and we acted stupid with them and we we like watch trains through binoculars just to get scared and stupid shit like that. What? I ne- oh. I never did that. I grew, oh, I grew I, up I, here train. I, I, I never did that. That must have been a Clintonville thing. Okay, yeah. not say I'm not going to say any of us got high because again, I don't know what the statute of limitations are, but we might have been drinking a lot of alcohol. But you stand on railroad tracks facing an oncoming train yeah. that's miles away. And you watch it through binoculars, and it's terrifying because it looks like it's about to hit you. 
<laughs> but I mean, that part's kind of cool. But the really fun part is being the guy off to the side watching the dumbass on the railroad tracks with binoculars. <laughs> Because, again, this oncoming train, when you're off to the side, is a pinprick of light. Wait, like, in the next county. But this dude is, is pissing himself, yeah. is shaking, is, he's trying to be cool to stay on the railroad oh, tracks. <laughs> yes! Oh, man! You know, after, like, eight Zimas, that shit's hilarious. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Those were good times. Good times indeed, Tom. Good old Clintonville. <laughs> I got nothing. That, that hey kind of floored me. <laughs> we had to keep ourselves occupied when you Upper Arlington guys were not available. No, but I grew up with. like literally like a hundred meters away from train tracks, and like it was always like we would always just go over to the train. Oh, the train's coming. Let's go stand next to it and see if we get sucked in. Because, you know, they, they always say, don't stand by the train, you'll get sucked under. Like, that bullshit. So we would always try. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Oh my it's... god, that's awesome. <laughs> Did you wait to collect up your flattened pennies after it had passed by? Yeah, we'd put pennies and dimes and shit on, on, the, uh, on the tracks. We'd put oh, rocks to shit. see if they would, yeah. they would break and, and like shoot out. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> ah, we'd, we'd watch them through binoculars. Oh. And yeah, we'd throw shit at them too. You know, we'd pitch rocks and stuff at the trains, but I'd never heard that thing about getting sucked under it. We'd, like, if it was a slow one, <laughs> we'd try to jump on. No. Yeah. God, no. Yeah. Who, do you remember those kids we worked with at the restaurant um, that also worked for that guy that did, like, the uh, the lawn service and both of them during the summer would just quit their jobs and ride trains around all summer. Yeah, Ron and Don. No, no. those were uh, <clears throat> what were they? Ron and Don were the the uh, dungeon oh, masters the dungeon when we played D and D. Okay, that's right. Yeah, the the twin brothers, Ron and Don, the psycho twins. Yeah, okay, that was D and D time. Yeah, but no, they were the younger kids that we worked with at the restaurant. And literally, like, June 1st, they just vanished and would come back in September, and they would just ride trains around all summer. Dude, I do not remember. And I, it, yeah, part of me thought, man, that sounds cool as hell, but then the rest of me thought, well, there's eating, where do you find your food, and where do you find clean water, and what about all your bills that aren't getting paid, and all that, that grown-up responsibility shit that you're not taking care of. Right. But... I guess that's why hobos always look happy. They just did not give a shit about any of that stuff. You know, and that's the thing. If you can deal with it, then yeah, more power to you. But get off my lawn. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but now, I mean, where would you charge your phone? You, you can't sit in Starbucks all day being a... Uh, uh, I don't know what you even... I don't think hobo is the PC word for them anymore, but... Um, sure it is. The, the transient train... <laughs> is it? Is that still okay? They're... But, yeah. I mean, you wake up on a train somewhere and like, what state am I in? And, oh, fuck, I only have, like, 20% of my phone left. <laughs> how, am I, how, how am I going to read Reddit all day? That's a good question. But to each his own, I guess. I mean, if if you're groovy with riding trains around all summer, then knock yourself out. But it, it was never my thing. Do we have any friends from back in the day that are hobos? 
and get him on the show. Mm, the uh, maybe <laughs> I just by pure percentages, I want to say yes. There, there has to be at least one. At least, however, one maybe two. Yes, but what are the odds that they have uh, Skype? And I I don't know about you, but depending on where they live in the country, can I just say, hey, man, we'd love to have you on the show. Here's Tom's address. Well, with any luck, I'm moving here in a couple of years, so. This is online. What do you mean here? <laughs> Are you going to ride a train to Ohio? Maybe. <laughs> can you guys pick me up? I'll be on the B&O 575 coming in at 3 a.m. I'm going to jump at the Linworth Interchange. <laughs> it gets slow by the right bridge. Right by 161. Just there. It's, you, you just pick me up there by the... By the tattoo joint and the Mercedes dealer. Oh my god, I got the best Euros there. <laughs> <laughs> but that actually, you know what? That's a Columbus thing. You could <laughs> there's probably a place where you could get tattooed Euroed and a new car. I bet there's at least one, if not more, in the city. Yes, absolutely. Um I bet there's one on Broad Street if I drive far <laughs> enough. Probably. Yeah, but I'm under half a tank of gas, and it's after dark, so I'm not going to yeah, risk it. it. <clears throat> Just take my word for it. It's there. I agree. I believe you. <laughs> but no, I have no idea if anybody we know is homeless. Um, that's not the kind of thing that comes up at reunions, yeah. usually. So there may have been, but they lied to me and told me they were doing something else. Mm-hmm. But I, uh, I got to go to one of those one of these years. Next year. Next time. Not next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the last one wasn't bad yeah. actually. It was a lot, a lot less clicky. But I, I'm, I'm kind of stuck on your homeless. Thing. Oh, sorry. I mean, it, the one, it, no, it's all right. But do I want somebody that I used to know that's now homeless in my house? On one hand, but on the other hand, do I want to give up the opportunity to hear some really fucked up stories? Yeah, see, it's a give and take. Yeah. I'm like, man, you can shower here, and I will buy you a case of beer, but you have to promise me you tell me everything that happened to you as long as it's funny. Yeah, and then forget where I live. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> I'm staying in an extended stay right now while my home is being... Fumigated. Painted. The last hobo I interviewed. <laughs> I don't do this often, but would you like to come over for a shower and a good I'm meal? I'm only in town for a couple of days. <laughs> I swear to God, I won't murder you. Much. <laughs> oh my God. Now I need to know. We're going to track down everybody we've ever known and find out if they're homeless or not. It'll be like me reaching out to find the music for this. Like, hey, random Facebook friend. I haven't talked to you in 30 years, but uh, where are you living now? Homeless and into light choking? (laughs) I don't think those are mutually exclusive. (laughs) How do you feel about a hamburger and a shower? Simultaneously. (laughs) 
simultaneous. I'm a, I'm homeless, not an animal. What's <laughs> the matter with you? Treat me with dignity. I'm a human being. God damn it. <laughs> oh, Christ. Okay. Well, I know my new Facebook poll. <laughs> Perfect. Who's homeless? Well, they're probably in California, if they are. Uh, honestly, I mean, if, if that's your thing, yes, you go where the weather suits your um, lifestyle choices. Here, uh, I mean, yeah, they're here, but man, they're they're a grizzled. They did not go to Catholic schools. They are not the the kind of pussies that we hung out with. These dudes are yeah. tough out there. Yes, you could survive easily. Y- yeah, you can outdoors. you can stay rough out here a lot easier than Ohio or the Midwest. Yes. I mean, we uh, it hasn't happened this year yet because it's been a mild, but yeah, the the churches will send buses out to collect these guys yeah. up cuz they they fucking stick to the sidewalk. It gets right. so cold here. Mhm. So it's much easier to clean up a living person than it is uh, an icicle. Is it? Yeah, you can never get them to break clean. You will always snap it right in the middle when you try and scoop it up. Uh, I don't know. I think it like frozen like dog poop. It's always easier to... Uh, Not that I'm equating these human beings with dog poop. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that, but... <laughs> just... <clears throat> All right, how about uh, just... separating two separating two frozen hamburgers? Well, that's difficult. Can You cannot get them equal. You're going to leave some hobo on the <laughs> sidewalk, and you're going to pull like 96% hobo off. And, okay, on that day, not so bad. But the second it thaws, you've got a mess on your hands. <laughs> on both sides. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not lying. <laughs> it's a messy It's a messy situation. Yeah. But. But thank God for the church buses. Well, and, and the they, pigeons. They literally drive around picking. What? <laughs> the pigeons are saving the homeless in the winter? No, they're eating the, the, the leftovers that are stuck to the rod iron. <laughs> <laughs> to peel them off. <laughs> they're eating the bumsicles. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually quite nice for the birds. <laughs> it's the circle of life. Kind of is. It's like uh, making food a wish some... on the drumstick. Yeah. So when the pigeons see the dude scraping, they're like, oh, come on. They circle like vultures. Yeah. He's going to leave some of this one for me. Yep. Oh, he... yep. It's going to break funny. Oh, here comes the truck. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, not to derail. Ah, oh, train joke. Oh, full circle. Um, but a long time ago, I was coming home from a really shitty day at work. And I was stuck at a red light right before an overpass. So I'm on the surface road. The freeway's going over me, right? And in front of me are two guys in a pickup truck with their hazard lights on. Both of them have, like, the five-gallon plastic drums and flat shovels. And they're scooping all the bird poop up from the underpass and dumping it into these five-gallon buckets to put in the truck. That's a lot of bird poop. So I'm sitting at this red light thinking, you know what? I had a terrible day at work, but it was indoors and I'm not those guys. Yeah. 
So I'm going to chalk it up to, you know, appreciate what you have. And then not be him. And now I'm getting off my soapbox. But that, to me, was like the worst job you could ever have. You could wake up in the morning and think, oh, yeah, I feel great. I'm going to go shovel pounds of bird shit off of underpasses and leave it somewhere in the city. I have no idea what you do with that when you dump the truck out. Yeah, that's but, a good question. Like, is it is that an independent contractor? Are they selling that back to the city? Or are is that a city job? What do they do with it? Where's I have it, no idea. Where does it go? Landfill? Compost? It was not a city vehicle. Again, it was some... I assume it was a private contractor that yeah. the city hired to clean these. But where does that go? I mean, is... Is there like a mountain of bird poop somewhere in the city that they're just waiting for it to dissolve? I'm writing this one down. Yeah, I need to figure that out. out. Google the hell out of that. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be back for episode six and tell you. <laughs> Where is bird poop mountain? <laughs> I think we have like a um, information number. I'll just call three one one on Monday and say, "Listen, I'm interested in buying about eighty five tons of bird shit." <laughs> Can you put me in touch with somebody? Well, I know and that... don't ask many questions. That, that bat shit is actually quite the commodity. Guano is internationally traded, at, and it's, it's it ain't cheap. I, it completely escapes me what they used it for. I, Drugs. Yeah, probably. It's Yeah, they drug. Yeah, but I don't think you use all of it, though. I mean, there's still some... I don't well, know if you'd call it's it. It's like runoff. nuclear. You know, it's, it's a little. It's, you don't use the whole thing. You don't use the whole chicken. <laughs> so you dump it in Nobody the Nobody eats next the to neck. <laughs> so it goes its own way. I think I have found my next pillow knitting. Nobody eats the neck. <laughs> you save the neck for soup. <laughs> That's where our bird shit's gone. Soup. <laughs> Soup. <laughs> mm. Okay. Well, this de-escalated quickly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I was hoping so bad to so avoid no, We're not so lucid. <laughs> right. <laughs> I wanted to avoid fecal matter so badly. Wow. And we've but hit like it always three ends different up types. <laughs> So, um, let's put a pin in searching that down. Let's put a pin in finding out if anybody we went to high school with is homeless and track down some awesome AP news articles for the next time we do this. How about that? I can do that. Okay. And once we sign off here, everybody else will get 12 to 18 seconds worth of AV's music <laughs> and we will, we will just get dead silence. So everybody is better off than we are right now. Shh. Yes. Well, yes, believe that. Okay. So we are not keeping a regular schedule. These will show up every once in a while because if we made it weekly or every other week, it would turn into a part-time job and neither of us are about right. that. So I guess we'll just catch you at some point then. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. And until next time. Where's my damn car?